There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Serafe, which of course is cheers in Turkish. Serafe, Nick. Serafe, Chris. Uh, and uh, welcome, listeners, to the uh, Gin and Jandals podcast, um, the world's greatest podcast about uh, New Zealand gin. And uh, this week, listeners, you are, well, you're a lucky bunch because um, Mark, who is, uh, is normally on this podcast, he's off traveling somewhere, doing something somewhere. Uh, so instead, we have uh, occasional guest, uh, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, Chris. How are you doing, mate? Not too bad. It's a uh, what day is today? It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday evening. Uh, it's you know dark. It's been raining. It's the perfect excuse to do a, a you know a podcast all about New Zealand gin. Do we need any excuses to do a podcast about New Zealand gin? Uh, possibly not. But you know, I, I like to have some kind of excuse to explain to the wife why I'm disappearing into a you know a room for dungeon. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, this week we're cracking straight into it. This week we have got a very special gin. Um, it's not just any old gin. It is voted by its peers the world's greatest uh, London dry gin. Well, then it's appropriate that the world's greatest New Zealand gin podcast is reviewing the world's greatest gin. Uh, too right, too right. Um, so this is uh, this is Roots Marlborough Dry Gin, uh, and it uh, oh, I think it was back in February March. Uh, it won the uh, World Gin Awards as the best uh, London Dry Gin, which is you know um, we often talk about gins on this podcast, and they've won you know gold at the Spirit Awards or this that and the other. Um, this is a step up. Okay, you could win gold at the Spirit Awards, but it doesn't mean you're the best gin. Whereas this is the best gin. This was the best gin from all the gins, or London Dry gins, that were uh, were um, tested at the uh, at the event. So uh, we are expecting an awful lot from this gin. This, this should be the world's greatest gin. It, it, it I, I will really be upset should. if it's not. Well, I wonder if it's going to be ah, exactly. I wonder if it's going to be better than the Lemoncello gin from last week or whatever uh, that was. Mark's not here to defend it, so I'm expecting it might be as much as I enjoyed that uh, Lemoncello gin. Um, this gets back to, well, I was going to say it gets back to uh, my roots. It gets back to the roots of gin. I know, no pun intended, it just it just happened. Um, I can't help when I think of Roots Marlboro I keep on thinking Roots Maneuver. I don't know if Same. you ever listen. Yeah. I love just, them, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, mm. Um, cracking on so what can we tell you about this gin nick well i suggested earlier that the um the bottle mm-hmm. looks like it was uh, modeled on mary antoinette's breast but you suggested it wasn't big enough so you know well i, I believe the 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 historically accurate suggestion maybe whatever is that the champagne glass is uh modeled on her <laughs> Oh, that's my dog. Uh, okay, okay, chill out, Charlie. Um, yes, it was the champagne glass that was supposed to be modelled uh, on her uh, ample bosom. Um, I don't know if that's true either. I get what you're meaning. It does look a little bit like you know, if you if you turned up a wine glass upside down, um, it's kind of got that um, that view uh, or that kind of feel to it. Um, I actually think it's quite a plain bottle in many respects. That's a pretty picture at the bottom. There's pictures of berries and leaves and roots, surprisingly. 
I mean, yes, definitely there are. I just, it, it's not, you know, it, it's not like island gin, you know. It's, yeah. uh, it's not like um, sauce even that's got quite a distinctive bottle. Or dare I say scapegrace. I mean, you, you know, it's not yeah. like you, you don't recognise the scapegrace bottle, right? Um, this is just a kind of fairly average glass bottle, so, nicely proportioned, I'll admit. When you are the world's greatest gin, you don't need to show off with flashy labels. Do you know, that might be the case. Um, it's not that heavy either. I mean, it's a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, now, what else can we say? So, uh, it's 45%, which is quite high. That's a 10% over the 12 point. Yeah, you know. That. Yeah, um, as they say on their website, bottled at a bold forty-five percent. So there you go. Um, Would you hit somebody with the bottle? No, it'd shatter. I feel it hasn't got the no. the, the heft or the weight, um, and it is only seven hundred mils. So there you go. Um, what I would say, big break from. Well, I don't know if it's tradition, but big break uh, from other bottles. It's got a cork. I've had a couple of cork recently. Have you? Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What's this one? I've got a bottle of Duo sitting in front of me. One of Rotorua's many fine gins. Indeed. Oh no, that's a, that's a plastic cork. It's not a cork. Oh, well, this is a proper back. proper cork as far as I can tell. Uh, we should mention uh, um, distilled by um, Elemental Distillers. That's the, uh, the distillery. So uh, good on them. And uh, as the name suggests, uh, Marlborough. Ella's roots suggest Marlborough. No, um, it's called Marlborough. No, roots oh, yes. Marlborough Drygin. Yeah. Yep. Um, so probably from Marlborough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about the botanicals, Nick? Now there is one here that uh, is a little different from well, two actually. It's a little different two, from yeah. anything else you might say. So you know, but it's got your juniper. There's six. There's only yeah. six. Yeah. It's not wanky enough. <laughs> Uh, maybe not. I, you know, the funny thing is, I think you you get the kind of yeah, oh, little bitty, right? I think like 13, 14, 15, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, really quite complex. Whereas this, you know, they've kept it relatively light on the botanicals, but it's got some really interesting botanicals, and mm. I think that's what's given it the edge, right? Yeah, you've got your you've got your classics. You've got your juniper from North Macedonia as opposed to South Macedonia. But it has been wild foraged, which is great, you know. It's got the coriander seed, which I love. Love coriander seed in all my gins and grapefruit zest. Mm -hmm. um, and then the uh, kawa kawa, which is, you know, seems to be pretty standard in New Zealand gins, but. A lot yeah, of the yeah, native poms. gins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Us palms, we haven't grown up with kawa kawa, and I still can tell you what it tastes like. <laughs> But, uh, you know, the, the two special, and I think um, like they're both pretty special, but um, one is um, hops. So that's really quite interesting. So was it? Was it um, Mochueca. That's right, Mochueca. Hops. Um, organic, of course. Very nice. Of course. Um, I mean, hops in a gin. That's, that's quite interesting. Um, but the thing that I think sets this apart from other gins... Uh, is the gorse flower now if you don't know what gorse is it's it's a little yellow flower on a pretty prickly uh, bush uh, which um, hangs onto hillsides uh, and pretty it's invasive, plentiful isn't 
Yeah, I was going to say, well, it's pretty plentiful here in the South Island, but, you know, you used to get a lot of it in the UK, right? Yeah. It's, I get the feeling that we brought it over to upset the locals and we probably did. wreck the ecosystem. Pro- probably. What, what I find interesting about it, though, is that um, it's not until somebody tells you it's gorse mm. that you go, oh, it's gorse, because the, your brain is screaming at you going, that flavour and that smell that you're smelling, you do know what it is, but you're just not expecting it in a gin. No. And so when someone tells you, you go, oh, yeah, that's what it is. But I don't go around smelling gauze flowers too closely because I don't want to get a prick in the end of my nose. Uh, Fair enough. Um, But, well, you know, as a kid, I remember walking across, (laughs) like, you know, hillsides in dorset or norfolk or one of the things my parents just let me do lots to and you just get the smell you know mm, yeah. um anywho uh shall we crack on shall we try okay so uh, listeners we're, we're scientific in our approach um we start with uh with trying it neat just a little bit of you know neatness so to oh. speak oh i love that sound yeah With or without ice to start? Oh, I'm always without, but you know. Mm. So when I smell it, you get that kind of immediate, it's going to sound stupid, right? You get that alcohol smell. You can mm. smell it's got alcohol in it, and maybe that's the 45%. But, but it's then, warming, not sharp. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's going to poke you in the eyes. Which, weirdly enough, I reckon that's the gorse. Because gorse is quite a sweet-smelling <laughs> flower, right? Um, you're better at hops than I am. It'd be interesting if you can uh, if you can taste them. But here we go. No. Mm. No, that's, that's quite smooth, isn't it? Oh, that's. Hmm. Oh. This is not a birthday gin. <laughs> Although if I got this for my birthday, I would not be disappointed. I'll be very happy, yeah. Um, yeah, that is, um, that's, that's Moorish to the point where yeah. I'm having more. Yeah, I'm, um, I, mm. I know we don't like to use these words, but reading the description, a juniper, a juniper forward palette really does sum it up followed by great uh, fresh grapefruit and hoppy zest maybe not the hoppy zest but the the grapefruit and the coriander it's gorgeous it's quite um flowery in a way Mm. if you know i mean it's quite quite delicate Mm. i mean that is definitely um a gin you could drink neat right i'd happily sip that and and actually just having a little ice cube with that will just take the edge off it um, I think that'd be that would be pretty special. Um, just, but we're not here just to drink neat gin, right? Can we? Uh, well, yeah, the, the listeners expect so much from us. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make uh, make a gin tonight, time, which was, uh, to be fair, I've just had a scapegrace. Oh, was that your um, palate, uh, palate warmer? No, no, I was uh, out for dinner with uh, relatives. Uh, and uh, was offered, yeah, was offered a scapegrace. And I think when you're offered one, it's kind of rude not to, don't you reckon? But it is. It's it's not like it's Bombay 
or something like that where you could make excuses not to drink it. Scapegrace is a perfectly fine gin. It is. I mean, it, it is a little bit, I think, unfortunately, New Zealand's Bombay. Um, it is. But um, still, you know, happily, uh, happily drink somebody else's. Now, Talking of uh, which, um, last weekend uh, we had um, some friends over. Did you have uh, the ladies over? We we had a yep a group uh, and um, they were they were just coming over for the one you know, um, <laughs> but I got out the entire gin collection um, and uh, we got through quite a lot of gin. I've um, been fortunate enough to see a couple of photos and the amount of empty tonic bottles that you had the morning after was quite impressive. Um, to the point I was going to ask, what tonic have you got this evening? Because I can't imagine. It's I, your normal. Well, do you know, actually, we still had some left. We'd, uh, wow. we'd bought a box of it. So um, I haven't got much left, but I've got what, you know, some left. So, yeah, East Imperial tonic water. It's just, you know, if you can have a good gin, then it's the tonic to have. Um, what have you got? Oh, I've got um, the Fever Tree ah, yeah. Indian tonic quarter. Yeah. Yep. I like it because it's the little cans. I, I find the, um, you know, with the measures, if you go for the, the bigger bottles, then a bottle of gin only lasts about three days. Do you know, uh, I was talking about this, uh, in fact, it was at the weekend. You know, so the, the cost of roots... Um, from the website, I think what did we what did we say ninety three dollars, which is yeah you know, ninety three yeah that's yeah up fair, there. fair fair chunk of change right although it is the world's greatest gin, um, but you found it what did you find it for eighty eighty yeah whiskey more whiskey more I mean whiskey that more. Is it's, good price it's one of the best websites in the world yeah seventy nine dollars and ninety nine cents hmm. now I've actually got two bottles of um, of roots because. Um, Weirdly enough, I found them for sale at an auction. An auction? Yeah. Yeah, one of those online... Are you buying a house and somebody no, no. just said, here, have some gin? No, you know how you get those kind of auction sites, which they just auction off stuff. Um, they were auctioning off uh, two bottles of this, so I got it for a very good price. Really? Um, yeah. What was my link to the auction so that we could bid against each other? Huh. Probably why I didn't send it. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so um, anyway, the, the point being that, you know, you get, what is it? I think they say about the average, is it 23 drinks out of a... Yeah, 20, well, this one here, sorry, the bottle of um, Duo that I have, not sponsored by them this evening, um, 24 standard drinks. There you go. And when you do your, you know, what's the, what's the price? Um, cheaper than going to the pub, right? Oh, completely, but it's mm. not. If only you and I drank a gin and tonic with a single standard drink in it. Yeah. For, no, do you know what? I do my very best. You know, what, scientifically rigorous. Or a 15 mil measure or something. Uh, no, well, kind of 35 <laughs> mil measure. Um, anywho, uh, cracking it, what do you think? Oh, it's, I, I initially over tonic, which I was very upset about. I think this is... I, I, do enjoy having um, strong, like I do like to taste the gin, so yep. I do tend to lightly tonic. Uh, but this is definitely a gin that it doesn't need a lot of tonic to cut the alcohol. Like the I, gin, I would, a little bit of gin helps the flavours. I don't think you need too much at all. It's too much tonic. 
Uh, and and I think you're right there. I mean, at forty five percent, you know, it's a, it, it's it's higher than uh, than your normal, not by a huge amount, but you know, it's higher. Um, and I'd agree, the tonic does help just cut that back a little bit. Um, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know, as I, as I try this, and it's nice. Preferred it straight. Well, I, I don't know about you, but um, are you feeling hoppy? I don't know if I'm feeling hoppy. No. Um, the gorse flower, I do feel is there. It has got that little floral floral note to it. It's got a little bit of floral going on. Um, this citrusy? Nah, the coriander's no. Really. The coriander's gone. Yeah. And kawa kawa, well, you know, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't know. Um, I wouldn't know what kawa kawa tasted like if somebody hit me in the face with a... Kawa stick kawa. of kawa yeah. Having said that, it's a l easy gin. I mean, it's you know, it's not that complex. At least I don't think it is. Um, but it's a nice drinking gin. Like you know what I mean? It, oh, it's it definitely. You can feel mm, you can feel the love that's gone into it. If you know what I mean? It's it's kind of got that you know um, crafted feel to it. I reckon. Yeah, it's definitely not a mass produced. It doesn't taste mass produced. There's, you could imagine that from batch to batch, you'd get some quite different flavours coming out or different. Um, edit that uh, bit out where I'm burping and not knowing what the feck I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, so this is uh, handcrafted. So I've got uh, batch number 687 of 40. Um, and how does that work out? Well, they. Sorry, what, 687 of 40. Yeah, so I guess the bottle 687 of the 40th batch, uh, maybe. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, and they uh, distill in a, oh, I'd love to see this, a 200-litre copper pot. Oh. Doesn't that sound fantastic? Um, we should go on a road trip. Yeah. Uh, and what do they do? Um, they uh, macerate. Oh, good word. Mm. That. Macerate for 24 hours. In the, if in I the, macerated in the for 24 hours, I, I don't know if I'd be happy or sad. Well, it depends who's doing the maceration, I reckon. But, oh, um, for, yeah, for, yeah. Um, but this, is, I, and I think this this is the perfect kind of conversation to have for this kind of gin, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like a, it's a nice gin. Certainly, at the weekend, uh, it was a, a preferred gin of all the gins that everybody was trying. Really? There was a lot preferred gin, um, and yeah, you should let the people speak, right? Um, and they like it. Personally, I think, I think it's a great gin. Is it the world's greatest gin? I can think of at least two other gins off the top of my head that I would prefer. Oh, I wonder what they might be. Could one be the source? Yeah, of course it's the source. It's the greatest gin ever invented by <laughs> anyone. Sorry, I was just trying to do an impression of Mark. I'm not sure if I succeeded. And the other one we haven't tried yet, but we are going to try shortly. Well, sorry, we haven't reviewed yet. These reviews—they're just us drinking. Uh, we haven't we haven't um, done a podcast on yet, but it is the greatest gin after the greatest gin and before this great gin. So it's like the penultimate greatest gin, something like that. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that episode because if you guys don't like it as much as I like it, then I'm going to feel like Mark and his limoncello. Oh, well, mm. that'd be sad. Mm. Uh, I, uh, for me, this gin was so 
if I rank my ordering of preferences of this gin, when I first tried it the other night without knowing all of the cobblers about it, apart from it was the world's greatest gin, I sat down after you know, a long day and I poured a large one of that and I just had a massive smile on my face whilst I was drinking it. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. when we've tried to break it down and think about it and overanalyze it, when it was straight it was very tasty and, and now with the tonic it's kind of lost some of its je ne sais quoi. It's still I've, very tasty, I still enjoy it, but sometimes I, I think when you analyse these too much, it kind of detracts from the, the simple enjoyment of a tasty gin and tonic. It, it could just be the company, Nick. Uh, yeah, probably. Fair cool. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I think greatest gin in the world ever, or greatest London Dry gin in the world ever, for me, uh, no, but it's up there. I mean, it's certainly in the top Certainly in the top ten, probably the top five. It's just damning with faint praise. Well, top ten. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. And it sounds it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But I, I love certain things. I love about it. I love that there is this delicate gorse mm. flavour running through it. I love that. I love the fact that it's still a traditional gin. They've maintained that, but they've added a few little special botanicals. Um, but you know, it doesn't. It for me, it doesn't top source. You know, just it just, just no. And there are other gins I have had which I think can compete with this pretty fairly. They just don't have quite the same, you know, gorsiness to it. Maybe I don't know. Mm. I wonder if there's any other gins made with gorse. If we could compare. Is is gorse the um, the magic ingredient? Is it the thing that makes all gins amazing, or is it just a marketing ploy to confuse us poor poms who don't really know what we're talking about? I think to answer that, we're going to have to try every gin that's got gorse in it. And I, do you know what? I don't imagine there's that many. We, I reckon we this have might be the it. only one. Yeah, yeah, I reckon it might be. Uh, uh. And, on, and on that note, uh, I think we should we should allow our listeners to uh, you know. Get back to their what I mean, you know, whatever they're doing, whatever yeah. you know. Uh, miss, miss, missing our other podcasts that have been lost, yeah, due to piss poor recording quality. Well, they'll never know about those. No. Oh, sorry. Um, and on that note, uh, <laughs> on that bombshell, yeah. Uh, Serafa, Nick, Serafa, Chris, take care and good night. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.